Today, we are discussing our third player in the 2022-2023 Dallas Stars season evaluation series. And today is all about Captain America, Joe Pavelski. We'll talk about why Pavs is the quintessential Dallas star and everything that is good about the National Hockey League. All of this and more coming up on today's episode of Locked On Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Wednesday, June 7th. And today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash NHL. And when you enter promo code Locked On NHL, they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs yeti style tumbler with every order and whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener thank you for stopping by and making locked on stars your first listen every single day be sure to subscribe to the show on youtube follow us on your favorite podcasting platform of choice we are always free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of our season player evaluation series we talked about a couple of forwards, and we're talking about a different forward today in Joe Pavelski. And really, uh, I, everything that could be said uh, or represented about Joe Pavelski and, and what he did this season, I think is displayed pretty well in the poll that I put out on Twitter asking Stars fans how they would grade Joe Pavelski's season. I've done this for every player up to this point, and will continue to do so throughout this series. And it's pretty resounding uh, an A for Joe Pavelski. That's where I would put his season. 84% of the 400 votes that came in also graded Joe Pavelski an A. 13.8% a B, 1% C, and 0.5% F, which was probably just a misclick if we're being completely honest. Because I don't know if you watched Joe Pavelski's season, how you could give him anything less than a B, but I think that he is fully deserving of the A grade that he received by the majority of fans. And that's probably, again, where I would put him as well. This is one of the most respected and most well-liked players around the league, whether it is a Stars fan, a Sharks fan, or just general hockey fan. I find it very difficult and don't really know too many people that dislike Joe Pavelski just in terms of the way that he plays the game, but also the way that he carries himself and presents himself uh, night in and night out and pretty much what he's done throughout the entirety of his professional hockey career. A very easy guy to evaluate and assess with the year that he had. And you can just be amazed alone by the product on the ice, but there's plenty to like off the ice too, which we'll touch on a little bit later in the episode. But even just looking at what he was able to do playing games this year is absolutely astounding. 28 goals, 49 assists, 77 points in all 82 games played this season at the age of 38, which in a normal human lifespan, 38 years old, isn't that old. But when you're a professional hockey player, one of the most physically and mentally demanding sports out there, it's impressive to be playing the game at age 38, let alone scoring almost 30 goals in nearly 80 
points and doing so without missing a single game. Again, Joe Pavelski played all 82 games this season and would have played the entirety of the playoffs if not for a controversial hit from Matt Dumba, but still and a phenomenal playoff performance from Joe Pavelski this year as well. Nine goals, five assists, 14 points, and 14 playoff games. Uh, and Matt Dumba must have known something knew something that maybe not a lot of us knew. Uh, he knew that if Joe Pavelski was healthy for that entire first-round series, might not have gone six games. The series might have ended a little bit sooner, but he only slowed him down because then Pavelski came out of the gates in that series against Seattle and absolutely lit the NHL on fire with four goals in his first game back, eight goals total in that series against the Seattle Kraken. And of course, the overtime game winner in game four against the Vegas Golden Knights to help extend the Western Conference final to make sure that the Stars would not see their season end in a sweep in the third round of the postseason. Continually stepping up when the team needed him all over the place. He played on the top line with Jason Robertson and Rope Hintz and was a key piece to one of the best power play units in the NHL this season. And he did all of this while only making $5.5 million, which was around $1.5 million less than last season. It was such a big reason for why everyone was excited for Pavelski coming back was you knew you were probably still going to get some solid production while he was willing to take a pay cut, which, well, you know, he takes a pay cut, but also $5.5 million, still a pretty decent chunk of change. But if you ask me, Joe Pavelski earned every cent of that with his play on the ice. He didn't miss any games, didn't really miss any time in the regular season. And again, uh, nearly matched his season high, or uh, career high rather, for points in a season, uh, which he got last year and nearly did it again a year later, which is just absolutely mind-boggling for a player at the age that Joe Pavelski is currently at, starting to get near 40, yet really showing no signs of slowing down, despite many starting to get skeptical of his play as time continues to go on. Uh, and of course, father time is undefeated in these situations, so we know that eventually things will slow up for Joe Pavelski, but it doesn't seem to be anytime soon, and he seems to still be a key contributing piece to this Dallas Stars core on the ice as a leader in the locker room. Just an incredibly fun and great player to have in the lineup on the roster. A huge reason why Pete DeBoer came to Dallas in the first place this time last year. And it seems that that partnership is continuing to pay dividends as a lot of times when DeBoer spoke of the leadership on the team, Joe Pavelski was one of the first players mentioned out of his mouth because he knew what he was going to be getting from a leadership standpoint in the lineup and in that locker room. Pete DeBoer, I'm sure, had to lead and speak up at times, but there were probably other, plenty of other times that he could step back and let the leaders in the room take charge. And one of those leaders, I know for a fact, was Joe Pavelski, just doing everything that needed to be done for this team, beloved in the locker room, beloved by the fan base. Uh, I mean, you can absolutely tell, just getting chills, even thinking about watching that four-goal performance against the Seattle Kraken and then coming back to the AAC for game two. And when his name gets called, hearing that arena absolutely lose their minds. Uh, just such a, a special season for such a special player uh, who continues to capture the hearts of fans across the league and especially here in the DFW Metroplex with every passing game. And we will dive into the expectations for him this season coming up a little bit later in the show. That's really the most exciting part is we know that this isn't goodbye. We are getting at least one more season of Captain America in Dallas, but we'll touch on that a little bit later in the show and describe what the expectations 
should be uh, for Joe Pavelski coming up in the year 2023-2024. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll talk about some of Joe Pavelski's off-ice contributions and why they might even be more valuable to the Stars long-term than his on-ice production. More on that coming up next. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Bird Dogs. Bird Dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg and give you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better. Bird Dogs fixed the issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dogs use anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. I wear Bird Dogs all the time now ever since they sent me a few pairs. I can wear them when I'm out exercising. I can wear them to a baseball game. It's baseball season. It's hot outside. You want to get yourself a pair of Bird Dogs to be ready for all the summer adventures that you're going to have. And you can get your own pair at birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL. And if you enter our promo code LockedOnNHL, you'll get a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. Again, that's birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off once you put them on. That is a guarantee. So get yourself some bird dogs today. I want to thank you again for making Lockdown Stars your first listen every single day. For all the everydayers out there making our podcast a part of your daily routine. Again, I say thank you for tuning in as we get into the offseason here, discussing the seasons that were had by players across the Dallas Stars organization. This is the third episode of our player evaluation series. And typically what I do with these is I spend the first segment talking about what the respective player did well and the best parts of their season. Then I spend the second segment talking about maybe some areas of concern or areas that need improving. And it's hard to pinpoint something that Joe Pavelski needs to improve upon or something that he's doing poorly, especially just given the context of where he's at in his career. Really the only quote unquote criticism I have is to stop getting older, but also getting older doesn't really seem to be phasing him. But we also do know that father time is undefeated in the world of sports. So there will come a day where Joe Pavelski is no longer playing the sport of hockey, but it's not going to be any time particularly soon, at least as it pertains to the coming season, it seems. So that's really my only criticism. But instead of just glossing over that and moving on to the next segment, I figure with how many good things that there are to say about Pavelski, we can continue that trend here in the second segment. This may be the only guy that we're able to do this with this offseason, but I talked about all of his on-ice accomplishments, all of the leadership attributes that are on full display night in and night out for this team, but so much of Joe Pavelski's value to this franchise extends off the ice as well and even out of the arena and out of the practice facility and into his own home. Many knew, uh, not just in the Stars fan base, but it became public knowledge across the hockey fan base landscape that Wyatt Johnston, the 19, now 20-year-old rookie for the Dallas Stars, was living with Joe Pavelski and his family the entirety of the season, which isn't something new to the NHL. This has happened before where veteran guys bring in really young players who are kind of finding their footing in, in the world of the NHL, but also just in the world of being an adult. Wyatt Johnston, again, only 19 years old when the season started, relatively new to the United States and especially uh, new to the world of Texas, a kid who grew up in Canada playing in the CHL and then having to move not just to a whole new country, but the opposite side of the continent, essentially moving all the way from Canada to Texas has to be a crazy, 
crazy move, especially for a kid who's still in the late stages of his teenage years. And to not only, you know, have housing provided, but to get to live with someone as level-headed and easygoing as Joe Pavelski, I imagine was a huge blessing for Wyatt Johnston. Uh, and he seems incredibly grateful for it and seems to be better for it just in terms of where he's at as a player and as a person here in the National Hockey League. Wyatt Johnston already seemed like a, a pretty good kid just in terms of personality and, uh, you know, being a good teammate, being a good team player, but especially spending all that time with Pavelski at the rink, but also at home, I'm sure paid dividends in that regard as well. And I'm sure that down the road, we'll be looking at Wyatt Johnston and seeing how he affects young players that come in the league and say, wow, remember when Johnston was under the mentorship of Joe Pavelski? Now he's returning the favor. That's the great part about stories like that. But it wasn't just Wyatt Johnston. We know that he was an excellent mentor to Ty Delandria as well, who had his first full stint in the NHL this past year and didn't necessarily have the easiest go of it, especially in the postseason. There were some games where Ty Delandrio missed time as a healthy scratch and wasn't able to play. And I know that he took that really hard. And I remember even just reading a piece from Saad Yusuf of The Athletic put out a really good piece on this, talking about Joe Pavelski and Ty Delandria's conversation after some of those healthy scratches of Pavelski saying he had been in those situations before and he really was a huge contributor into helping Ty Delandria get through those sequences. And then we saw Delandria have a lights-out Game 5 performance against the Vegas Golden Knights in the conference final. Again, just Joe Pavelski doing everything he can to give all of the knowledge and wisdom that he has stored up from all the years of hockey to the next generation. And I I imagine that Jim Neal and company want Wyatt Johnston and Ty Delandria to be key cornerstone pieces for this franchise for years to come. And if they continue to be taught and mentored by Joe Pavelski, I think that that is going to happen as years continue to pass. Just incredible to have, you know, the leadership on display here in the Stars organization with Ben Sagan, but even Joe Pavelski, who even with the experience that he garnered in San Jose it is proving to be valuable now. Uh, I mean, this is a guy that every single coach across the league would want in their locker room. Again, such a key reason why Pete DeBoer decided to come to Dallas last summer, knowing that this was a deep roster that he could win games with and go on deep playoff runs with, but knowing that the leadership from a player perspective was going to be taken care of with the likes of Joe Pavelski. And it's not really just going to end with those guys. You look at some of the players that are likely going to be on the roster this coming season, Logan Stankoven, perhaps even Maverick Bork. There are going to be more young players, rookie players in the mix with the Stars roster this season. And Joe Pavelski, as we know, is coming back for one more year, and he's going to be there to mentor these guys. Whether or not they have to live in the same house as him, I guess, is to be determined. But they're going to get to spend plenty of time with him during training camp, during preseason games, at the practice facility, and they're going to be able to eat up so much knowledge that Joe Pavelski is willing to give out, as proven by Wyatt Johnson and Ty Delandria. And so I know that those guys are going to be in good hands learning from one of the best to ever do it, in terms of just a professional hockey player being a true professional both on and off the ice. And that's something that can impact this franchise for years to come. Again, I think the Dallas Stars are going to be a better franchise because of Joe Pavelski, because of the impact that he's left on Johnston and Delandria. And I imagine the same could be said for whatever rookies join the fold this season. We're, we're almost done with our evaluation of Joe Pavelski. But we're going to take one more quick break. And when we come back, We'll talk about what the expectation is for Pavs this coming season. He is starting to get up there in age. Should we finally start to be concerned about his 
you know, level of play going down, or should we think that everything is going to be just fine? We'll discuss all of that coming up next. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA Finals, because right now new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. There's no better place to bet all of the playoff action than America's number one sportsbook. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Final segment here of our Joe Pavelski player evaluation episode. We talked about the impact that he's had on and off the ice this past year. And as discussed earlier, we know that we're getting at least one more season of Joe Pavelski here in Dallas. And the really nice part, we talked about the pay cut that he took this season is he's taking yet another uh, pay cut this coming year, which is absolutely huge for the Dallas Stars going forward in terms of maybe who they can get this offseason or maybe looking to restructure some different contracts. Four guys like Ty Delandria, but Joe Pavelski, after making $5.5 million last season, will be making $3.5 million this season. And so I think with that comes a few nice pieces of what we can expect from number 16 this season. One, he's making less money. So if the outlook or output of production rather is the same as it was this past year, uh, I think that that is an absolute steal. But Again, with the age and Joe Pavelski just continuing to gain wear and tear, it seems, in his career, I feel like maybe the realistic expectation of a 50-point season for that price, I feel like that's an excellent expectation for Joe Pavelski. But I expect him to continue to be a key piece to this Dallas Stars roster, not looking to be a passenger on this team. We know how badly he wants to win that Stanley Cup that's eluded him for the entirety of his career. He's been oh so close before. He got pretty close this year, and you could see the disappointment, uh, but also the optimism in his in his voice and in what he said, knowing that he gets to come back for at least one more season with a pretty similar core intact with a few players added here and there. So I don't know if we're going to see another 70-point season from Joe Pavelski, but if, it's, if his production is somewhere in the 50- to 60-point range, I think you have to be pretty pleased if you are a Dallas Stars fan. And even if it's not quite to there, I think that still, if he's getting you know around 20 goals or around 30, 40 assists, I think you can be pretty pleased. But I expect the production to still be there because Joe Pavelski has shown time and time again throughout the entirety of his career, even as he continues to age, as he continues to get older, he does the right thing and he takes care of himself in the offseason. He takes care of his body and he just continues to go out and work. Uh, he doesn't necessarily overwork himself in practice, but He's always one of the first guys out there on the ice, always looking for ways to improve his game, working on those tip-in shots. He's one of the best in the league in front of the crease and in front of the net, making life difficult for goalies as they have to try to guess where a puck is going to go after a Joe Pavelski redirect. And it's reasons like that that make me optimistic that he is going to be a key contributor this coming season, not just a guy who's on the team hoping to get his name on the Stanley Cup because his teammates go out and earn it for him. He is going to be right there in the mix, earning it, alongside the other guys on the team. I see no reason why you break up the best line in hockey. You keep him alongside Rope Hintz and Jason Robertson, and I think that that trio is still has plenty of damage left to do in the NHL. The nice part about that line is Joe Pavelski doesn't have to be the guy there. He can be a little bit more of a facilitator, a little bit more of a setup man, a passer, 
and let the two younger guys in Robertson and Hintz do a little bit more of the work. He doesn't have to carry as much of the burden, which at this point in his career is a pretty good thing, but he can still use his IQ and his hockey smarts in order to set up his teammates and put them in advantageous situations for the Stars going forward. You know that the coaching staff and the locker room and the entire fan base is excited to get Joe Pavelski back for at least one more season for not a ton of money. Seems like a win all around for both him, his family, and the Stars organization. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Let me know if you're watching on YouTube in the comment section down below what your expectations are for Joe Pavelski this coming season. And do you think uh, that he and the Stars are finally able to win that elusive Stanley Cup that many guys on the roster have yet to win in their careers. And while you're down there, if you're on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button. We're getting pretty close to reaching 2,000 subscribers, which is a pretty cool milestone and would be pretty cool to reach by the start of next season. You can also follow the podcast on your favorite platform of choice, Spotify, Apple. We're on Amazon Music as well. And we're also on Sirius XM. Just be sure to search Locked on Stars wherever you get your podcast at. You can also find us on YouTube. Just search Locked on Stars on Instagram, Twitter, and you can follow my personal account on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis. But that is going to do it for today's episode. I hope you guys have a great Wednesday, and we'll see you right back here tomorrow. <laughs>